Hey, this is Andy Jenkins, and welcome back to the podcast. Now, somebody reached out to me about a week or two ago, and they said, I, I see you changed the feed. And that is absolutely correct. I changed the feed on the podcast, so some of you might actually need to resubscribe. Here's why. I have done so many projects in the last few years, and just use that same feed where you used to find this podcast for all of those projects. And so you might have kind of stumbled in from essential oil world and, and natural health, or you might have come here from, from some of the men's events that I was doing, uh, or you might have run this route from some of the faith-based materials I put together. And there were so many, uh, you, you know, sometimes baggage can be good and it can be bad. And most often we think of baggage in the negative sense, and, and certainly there are some of those from past things, but uh, th there was so much baggage, even in the good sense, with all of those feeds that at some point, I really just needed to shift. And so when you'd go to the ratings and reviews, there, there would be people that would be giving a good rating or a review based on uh, a past project that was on the old Apple podcast feed or the Google Play feed uh, about something that really I'm not even talking about anymore in, in this space. They, they might be giving a, a feed rating uh, based on essential oils or something else, good, positive, but really as I've shifted in the last few years and just made a pivot kind of into zeroing in on really just doing the faith-driven life coaching thing Certainly, it kind of spawns off into different elements and, and, and takes me into other subcategories, but really as that's the driver, it, it just kind of became, at some point, I need to just bite the bullet and start up a new home base, start up a new space. And so that's really what's going on right here, and that's why things have changed. Now, all that said, if you would do me a massive favor and go to wherever you're listening to the podcast today and just rate it, uh, even more, if you have time, review it. That would be a great benefit. Here's why. Every time you post a new podcast show, uh, the podcast providers, Apple, Google, uh, Spotify, they all use those ratings and reviews to say, oh, well, hey, this content seems to be helpful to some people, so let's suggest it to other people. And so when they do that, that helps other people find the show. And so it's a great benefit, especially when you set up a new feed. And so I would totally appreciate your help on that. All right, second thing, commercial time. I've got a new app. In fact, in the previous episode, I talked all about the new LifeLift app. It provides faith-driven life coaching to help you live life at the next level in every area of life. And I have recently unlocked the content there and got that thing rolling. Here's what I've done uh, recently is I'm going to speak to you today about some of the material from my advanced resources. Those were put together for a series of men's events, taught 10 of those sequentially uh, starting back in about 2000 and I think it was maybe 14, uh, maybe even 13, and just rendition after rendition after rendition of the same event. Uh, it eventually became more of life 
and finding your purpose and living out your destiny and, and creating a practical roadmap to do that more so than the business event that it initially started off as. And as we produced the content, uh, one of the things that eventually we even came up, I use this every single day, is the Advanced Planner. And it is a planner that is designed, created to help you track and implement chasing down your dream, living out your goal, regardless of whether that is to build a business, if that's to write a book, if that is to parent differently, if it is to rebuild or find relationships, if it is to grow in your faith, whatever it is, the beginning of the advanced material, you really kind of plot out your best case scenario and then you build a roadmap to get there. And along the way, we talk about some time management, some focus management, some energy management, some priorities, talk about what is your why, get deep into the heart of that. Uh, I'm going to talk to you for, about some of those concepts, but here's what I've done. Down in the show notes, you can get that planner, the PDF, totally free. There's, there's a hardback version available, and it's recently, if you've seen it before, I've redrafted it. So, um, without getting into too many details, some of the guys I was working with before decided that that material I created was theirs, not mine. And so I would wanted to do some edits to it forever. And I just decided, well, if they're hanging on to the old thing, uh, I can, number one, pursue that legally. But simultaneously, I don't have to wait until that's resolved in order to move forward. So I thought, I'm going to pursue that on one hand, but also I'm going to go ahead and implement the changes I wanted to make and just release that. And so all new Advanced Planner, link down in the show notes, you can get that totally free. There is also the opportunity for you to get the hardbacks and you can buy one or you can buy them. Uh, by three, you get one free as well as the video course. Also in the show notes, I have unlocked in the app. I really want people to check out the new app. I've unlocked two of my audiobooks totally free. Uh, so whenever you get the app, uh, inside the app is the 21 day challenge that's video based that's going to help you transform your life literally in three weeks five to ten minutes a day and then I've got the audiobook that's totally free there for soul wholeness that is my emotional health uh, soul freedom book because scripture teaches that we are body soul and spirit and the soul and the spirit are two different things and so walking in total health means you've got to address physical health your body spiritual health we talk about that a lot but not necessarily soul health and so I want to invite you to listen to that totally free and then the advanced audiobook I've unlocked that there in the app as well totally free you can get all these off of audible but you can just go to the app and you can have them there again, at no cost. Okay, now that is a long intro. Here's what I want to talk about today is success. And I want to outline and define really what it is. I, I think this one may be a one-two punch. This probably take two weeks. I, I talk about this a little bit in the advanced book, chapter 12 of, of the big book. Here's, here's what I think about it. Uh, if you line up a bunch of people and you start taking a poll of the definition, hey, what is 
success, you're going to end up with at least, out of 17 people, 13 or 14 different definitions. Some of the people are going to agree, some are going to radically disagree, but coming up, creating a precise, tidy, one-liner about what success is, it is more akin to stapling jello to the wall than crafting a life plan. And I really think that we've got to come up with a definition of it because you've got one shot at life. I mean, this is it. And so part of what you and I want to do is really be able to look back at it and say, hey, yeah, I was successful at that. Or, hey, I didn't quite measure up to what I expected of myself right there. There's no shame in that. I can just learn from it and execute it better the next time. And so really part of this whole process of the advanced material, I was trying to think of what's a great definition because, again, at the beginning of that material, at the beginning of that workshop, we really would try to, and in the book, I try to get you to define what is the best case scenario as far as you can see down the road right now for you in terms of your family, your relationship with your kids, um, your family, your relationship with your extended family. Maybe that's grown kids or maybe that's parents or siblings now that you're grown up. Your, your family in, in terms of your relationship with your spouse. You know, these are some of the most important things Yet, we rarely attach goals or dreams to them. And and then even think about the best case scenario in terms of your health and and your financial life. We, We a lot of times think of what we would like to see financially, but we rarely spell it out, or our our health. We so often kind of shudder back from even defining, hey, what would my ideal weight be? Or what would physically, what would I like to be able to do, whether it's run a 5K or it's just a walk or whether it's to, you know, lift a certain amount of weight or do a certain amount of pull-ups or we, we rarely define and, and unless you define it quantitatively, it's really hard to know if you hit it or not. And that's what makes this whole thing kind of like stapling jello against the wall. So here's, here's what I've come up with as far as the measure of success. Okay, here's, here it is. Success is, I believe, living up to your God-given potential in each area of life. Let me repeat it. It'll be super easy. You'll be able to remember this when you walk away from listening to this. Success is living up to your God-given potential in each area of life. Yeah, what do you think? I, I tend to like that. Here's a couple of reasons why. Number one, it's easy to remember. So not long, not convoluted. Number two... I think this definition acknowledges that success is really multifaceted and life is multidimensional. We could be successful in some areas of life while honestly struggling to make it work in other areas. During one really tough season of my life, my faith life was dynamic, on fire, successful. Uh, I I think some of the things I was doing work-wise, I was writing a lot. My family life... Uh, during that time, and I exercised the control I had over it, but it was it was tanked during that season. And so this definition of success would acknowledge, hey, you know, certain areas of my life were going extremely well, successful. Other areas were doing poorly. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person. It just means, hey, 
I am not living up to my God-given potential in this area, but I am in those areas. And, and that leads me maybe to the third point. Okay, one, it's easy to remember. Two, it acknowledges we can be some successful in some areas while struggling in other areas. The, the third one is it, it kind of admits the opposite, that just because you're failing in a certain area, it doesn't mean you're a loser. You can fail in one area, but still be doing incredibly well in other areas. And it's okay to hold those things in tension. So often I think we miss it in one area of life, even just for a season. And, and most often that's how it happens. We don't miss it in life uh, completely forever. We, we just kind of might be financially struggling for a season. And, and it's easy there to import that on and to say, well, God, I'm, I'm just don't have it together. I, I'm just a loser. And that's not true at all. There are probably some areas right now where you are struggling and there are simultaneously some areas where you are crushing it. And this definition, uh, success is living up to your God-given potential in every area of life. It acknowledges that. You're doing great in some areas, have room for improvement in other areas. And both of those things can be true. The fourth point is, I really believe that this honors the God-given creation potential in each of us, realizing that much of what you achieve, much of what I achieve, it depends on the deposit of the kingdom of God that's placed inside of us. And that is unique for every single person. So you even think uh, right now, uh, I've got a book sitting in front of me, okay? You can probably hear the pages flipping. There's a book right there that I wrote. I did that. That is a skill set that I really believe that the Lord has given to me is just the ability to uh, take information, uh, come up with ideas, amass it, amalgamate it, put it together, and then put it in a tidy package, whether it's talking on a stage, talking on a podcast, putting it in paper, on a book form. I think that I do that better than the majority of people. There's certainly people that crush it and do it way better than I do. But, but at the same time, I, I realize that other people do other things far more better than I do. It, it would be crazy to think most people could go just write a book. It would also be crazy to think that I could go do what most people do. We're all unique. And so often when it comes to success, we measure it up against other people's standard, a cultural basis, which ships shapes and it just shifts with whatever's going on. And, and I don't think that's fair. I, I think this success thing is best when it looks at it and says, hey, this is based on what God has put in you. You know, at one point, Jesus actually told a parable that there was a master who went away and he went up to one of his servants and one of the servants, 10 talents, one of the servants, he gave five talents, one of the servants, he gave one talent. The one he gave 10 replicated it. And when the master returned, he had 10 more. So he gave him 20 back. The, the one whom he gave five, he replicated, he gave him five back. The one who he gave one, he just buried it and had nothing else to show for it. Here's what's interesting is it 
says in the scripture right there, when Jesus is telling the parable, he says that the master gave to each one according to his ability. Like he almost knew that the one with the ten could handle the ten, the one with the five could handle the five, and the one with the one, he maybe he was just giving the opportunity to get, take a shot at it. And I really believe, just if we kind of import that onto us, that there are people who do certain things at a, at a ten talent level. There are people who do things at a five-talent level, people who do it at a one. And, and, I, and I guarantee you, in some area of life, you are a 10, you are a five, you are a one. It's some area in life. I'm a, I'm a five somewhere, I'm a 10 somewhere, I'm a one somewhere. That, that's true. And so this definition, success is living up to your God-given potential in every area of life. And let me give you another point now that we've defined it. I, I think this, I think most success, it really is created by doing small things consistently well over time, not by doing a big single thing once. So often, I think most people, when they're mapping out planning life, we're looking for a massive disruptor when we're seeking success. Yet, the reality is there are probably a few minor adjustments that you can make to what you're doing right now in order to reach your destiny. So if the success for you is an on-fire marriage, there are probably some small tweaks that you can make. If it is an on-fire faith life, there are probably some small adjustments that you can make. If it is a financial gain, there, there are probably small things that you can tweak. If it is health, there are probably some little things that you can do, you can maneuver. And so often, we're, we're looking to just eat the elephant all at one time when you, you even know the saying on that, how do you eat an elephant? One little solitary single bite at a time. Here's the deal. The issue with success and living up to your God-given potential and doing it with small incremental steps is you, you got to do the right things and you've got to do them consistently over the long haul. Okay, it's the right things, number one. Two, consistently doing those things over the long haul. In, in other words, doing the wrong things won't help because, well, number one, they got to be the right things. Uh, number two, not doing them consistently, giving up won't help because you've got to do them over the long haul. In a few episodes, I'll talk about the law of the harvest and we'll circle back to that whole idea right there. If you're doing the wrong things, and so often I think we do, you, you know, we feel like we should be doing something, but we just get busy doing things that don't necessarily have the output that 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 we want. Um, and, and so I really believe that it behooves us to take the time to identify what are the things that are going to move me forward. You know, with, with the health and exercise, it might be neglecting certain foods and certain exercise routine. With, with the marriage, it might be setting aside time each day for a daily check-in to communicate, to actually talk about what's going on, a weekly date night with the faith life. It would be, I believe, setting this solitary time to get up and pray. And you look at those things, and some of those things that result in the success, they don't look very sexy. They don't look very appealing. They don't look very uh, big and glamorous. They actually appear to be more like struggle. You know, writing a book, struggle. Putting together a talk, struggle. Doing the work 
to build a business struggle. Sometimes even the work of parenting, can I get you know a big witness right there, maybe an amen through the headphones, struggle. Yet these are the areas that we want to be successful in, yet so often it's doing those small, tedious, ongoing things over and over and over, struggle. And I think therein lies one of the rubs. So often we don't want to do the struggle. I remember years ago, was building a business in the home-based business world. It was in the essential oil world. And we would have these events that would occur uh, maybe once a quarter. It seemed during that season we were doing uh, a live event where uh, the corporate office would give us some videos that we could show to people. And then there would be a series of, of people that were in real time in real space at an event center, you know, at a uh, hotel uh, convention center type thing or, you know, in, a, in an office building or something. There, there would be this live people speaking. And I remember having these events. They were, they were phenomenal. And the team that put them together did an extremely great job of hosting and organizing. We'd have these people that said they wanted to build a business, but they would never attend the events. And in the home-based business world, it is just a one-to-one correlation. I, I don't know that it makes sense. Like logically, you can't look at it and go, oh, here's why. But people who attend events tend to make 100%, 200%, 300% more money than the people who don't attend the events. Again, I don't know what the exact correlation is, but it just seems to be one of those facts. But we had these people who on our team, and it wasn't just like, I'm not talking about like a set person. I'm talking about multiple peoples who said they wanted to grow a business, but every single time we had an event, it wasn't like they were just missing for a wedding or something that you couldn't unschedule and just postpone. I mean, they'd just be missing because they're tired. Or they would just be missing because they woke up. Hey, the weather looks good outside. I think I'm going to... In other words, they were always coming up with these excuses to not do the actions required to achieve the very thing that they said was their dream. In other words, they, they were postponing and putting off and punting the actions that would make them be successful. Now, I said that success doesn't exist without doing the time and effort thing. Like it's And it's not huge things. It's often the small, seemingly mundane. And if you're not willing to do the struggle, you, you might just have to evaluate it and say, um, that, that might not actually be my dream. I might not want to be successful in that area. I might not want to live up to my full God-given potential in that area if I'm not willing to put in the work required to do that. I, I know that, that sounds kind of harsh, but, but you think, you think about the reality of all of this. The faith life is on fire, not be, because you attended a big church service at some point. It's on fire because of the intentional time praying, diving into scripture, devotionally pondering the truths, meditating on the word consistently, a little bit at a time, over the long haul. The relationship with your friend is strong, not, not because you went to Six Flags one weekend, 
not because you attended the football game, not because you went shopping one time. It's consistently strong. Those are certainly high points, and they're great, but it's consistently strong because of the intentional time, texting and checking back and forth and calling and talking, and how are you? And no, you you don't look fine. How are you really? Are you really fine? It is the consistent small stuff over the long haul. You think about the marriage. The marriage is not dynamic because of the honeymoon trip or because of the big pictures that we post from great restaurants or fun places on Instagram or social media. The marriage is is, is great because of the consistent look you in the eye moments and I see you and the words of affirmation and the touch when no one else is looking. In, in other words, it's the small stuff done repeatedly well. And, and, and that means the success, it requires time. It requires effort. Again, it's, it's not just a matter of doing the right things, effort. It, it's a matter of doing the right things consistently over the long haul. Time, both are important. Again, a, a little time doing the right things is as ineffective as a lot of time doing the wrong things. Here's the good news about it. And and maybe this is really where I want to land today, this final idea, is success, living up to your God-given potential in each area of life, it is really more like following a recipe than finding the right lottery ticket. Success is, repeat it again, more like finding a recipe than finding the right lottery ticket. So you, you think about it, if, if success is a lottery ticket, and we so often think that it is, or, oh, that person just got lucky. And, and for sure, there are all of these things that are a matter of right place, right time, something just happens. But, but most of the time, if you read the stories, there are, there are hours and even decades of work leading up to right place, right time type of moments. If success is a lottery ticket, it, it, it really means this. It, it means that if someone wins, then you lose. It means that if you win, they lose. It means that there's a limited amount that could go around. It, it means that success is a zero-sum equation, that if somebody else gets it, somebody else can't get it because it's, it's all... It's all gone. It, in, in, other, in other words, it, it's like dinner sometimes at my house when Beth will cook a couple pizzas and set them on the bar, kind of on one of those Friday nights when everybody's had a long week and they're just kind of chilling out and taking it easy and everybody's kind of just doing their own thing and just uh, j- just hanging out around the house. If, if you don't get it, like as soon as she sets it, it's gone. And you might bound upstairs to grab some pizza. And since there's so many people in this house, especially by the time you add friends and family and just other traffic coming through, like nobody might not necessarily intend to take the last piece, but they might before they check and make sure everybody that was coming in, because sometimes we don't even know who's here. If you don't get it, it's gone. 
So often we think of that. If we see somebody else with the pizza, that means it's gone. We didn't get any. If we see somebody else with success, it's gone. We didn't get any. Somebody else crushes it in business, it's gone. We can't. If somebody else hits a rank in a home-based endeavor, they got it. We can't. They succeed in the online world. They got it. We won't. They lose weight. They got it. We won't. They uh, find a spouse or significant other and they really find their soulmate. They did. We won't. We we somehow think there's a limited amount of living up to your God-given potential to go around. And here's maybe what you need to hear is success is not like a finding a lottery ticket. It, it is like following a recipe. That, that means you can take the same ingredients, you can take the same duration of, of time and the same intensity, and you can get a predictable result. Now for sure, put it in. Some, some people have a higher giftedness and some people have a unique skill set, so I'm not disqualifying that and not discounting that, hey, we all have these different gifts that God has brought in. But but say, say you and I are all going to make the pizza that Beth makes. We can take the same amount of dough, the same amount of sauce, the same amount of cheese, the same ingredients, in other words. We can put it in the oven at 350 degrees, cook it for 15 to 20 minutes, And regardless of where you are, anywhere on this planet, you're going to get the same pizza to put out on the bar for everyone to come enjoy. Maybe some different nuances, but it's it's very it's very similar. That that means there's a proven process on it. If if you want to lose weight and walk in physical health. There, there's sure multiple ways to do it, but but you know how to succeed. In fact, you probably already know what you need to do to achieve your goal in that area. If you want a, a, a thriving on fire marriage, you know the ingredients with what people with great marriages do, and you know also what they don't do. If you 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 want obedient, honoring kids, there are certain things you do and certain ingredients that you don't put into the mix. And yeah, yeah, thankfully, grace pulls out certain ingredients that we wrongly set in. You get the idea. And maybe here's a subpoint for you to remember: is success always leaves clues. We can always look at what others have done. And we can learn from them and then follow along. In other words, sometimes we think of experience being a great teacher, and it is. But I, but I tell you this, the experience of others is an incredible teacher because we can look at what they've done and we can follow along. We can avoid some of the pitfalls. We can can step on some of the stepping stones and move forward through some of the platforms that they navigate rightly and since success is more like following a recipe than finding the right lottery ticket, we can move forward too. And, and here's the deal. There's no shortage of it to go around. It's never a zero-sum game. Everyone can experience a great marriage. Everyone can lose the extra weight. Everyone can mend the fractured relationships. Everyone can balance the budget and climb out of debt. Everyone can, let's just use this phrase right here. This is a great one. Everyone everyone can win at life. The, the problem is so often 
success, li- living up to your God-given potential, living up to mine. We, we expect it to look like a miracle. We expect it to just spontaneously combust. And most of the time, it doesn't look like a spontaneous combustion. It looks like a long obedience in the right direction. Consistently putting one foot in front of the other, intentionally doing the right action after the next right action, repeatedly taking the next best step, the next best step in multiple areas of life, and there you have it. Success is living up to your God-given potential in every area of life. Here's here's what I invite you to do. We'll kind of crash into it right there. Come back in the next episode and take the conversation a little farther. Here's, here's what I'd love for you to do. Go to the show notes. Uh, there you will find the link to the free advance planner. You can download it. You can buy it. I would encourage you, if you kind of want to test drive, download it, print it, and just go get one of those fancy schmancy uh, ring binders at Office Max or Office Depot or Staples or something of that nature. Just Or just pop it. Put it in a three-ring binder. Uh, and then... See if that works out for you. You got the, You can download the complete thing. The entire enchilada is right there. Also, go to the link below and I'll give you some instructions on how to download the app and unlock the audiobooks completely free. The podcast is in the app too. It'll be up for you to follow along there. That is where a lot of the content uh, that I have is going. And so take advantage of it there. Let me pray for you as I sign off. The prayer is this. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord be gracious to you and shine his face of radical favor on you. May he give you vision and dream to see your God-given purpose. And may you take the next best steps and endure the pleasant struggle, the worthwhile struggle. The struggle that is like a recipe, not a lottery ticket, of living up to your God-given potential in every area of life. Grace and peace. I'll see you again soon.